Welcome back. Episode five of To The Rink Podcast. Puffy, how you doing? Excellent. Just got back from Scarborough Centennial Arena. Uh-huh. Uh, Thai Cats, uh, big night for the Thai Cats. A lot of W's. Uh, my guys, the younger guys, got a, a tie against Lee Side, and my older guys beat West Hill. Okay, right on. Good. And so, you know, we usually start off every podcast uh, with a little bit about the previous week and where we've been. And so what do you know what rinks you've been to this this week? Uh, well, I saw you at Don Montgomery. Don Montgomery, yeah. We had some pictures. Tanya some was likes. taking pictures of us. Yeah. Uh, we were at um, Scarborough Village mm-hmm. Monday night for a game against uh, Young Bruins, my younger guys. Yeah. And um, and then I, I stopped in at Vic Village Arena on the way home from practice last night. Of course night. you did, yeah. And uh, I caught uh, a U14 AAA North York Rangers Don Mills Flyers game. Okay. And there was a Russian import in net for the Rangers, 13 years old, and I think he was six foot two. Wow. Like, so I think when you say import, he stands. literally he's a, he they recruited his, him from his, Russia to come here to play for the U14 AAA Don North Mills York, team, North, North York, York Rangers? Rangers. Yeah. 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 He I don't think he's that happens. English. Yeah. It's 13 pretty, years old. Yeah. Like how far would you travel for your kids to follow their passion, G Cat? Like if they like if if my one of my boys was like going to be a pro at something, I, yeah, I think pro, I'd go a anywhere. pro chess yeah. player. Would you go sure. to Russia? Yeah, you, sure. Yeah. I guess so. Nice. I love it. Yeah, I mean maybe not <laughs> there right now. I don't know, but like something. <laughs> yeah, Russia might be a tough yeah. spot right now. Don't want to go there. But the um, okay. Well, the rinks. I went to five, just like our episode this week. This week, five rinks since we last talked. So we we already talked. We were at Don Montgomery. Mm-hmm. We were at Herbert Connery. Great I was at Scotia Pond. We were at nice. Agent Court. Beautiful arena. Well, I don't know actually about the arena because I just actually let Ozzy walk in and he went to the <laughs> change room. But I hung out over by this beautiful pool and water slide park that they have there. That's really nice. So next time, I'm going to just, you know, for parents hey, listening, if you have something at Agent Court, bring your swimsuit, bring your floaties, have did, a good time over there. Would you go swimming there while Ozzy's playing or practicing? Yeah, I might. Am I? That would be awesome. Am I? Well, you know, I was doing some work, so I was like, and there was like a, a little patio part in there. I was like, well, it'd be because it's really nice in there, and I was like, maybe yeah. I'll just work in there. But then I was like, there's some ladies doing like water aerobics. It's just weird that I'm just sitting there doing computer work, just come in there and start water laugh. So I didn't go in there, but anyway, it looked nice. And then the fifth arena was the Bala Arena up in Bala Muskoka. I was there this nice. weekend. Popped in for the Cranberry Festival. Uh, beautiful old barn in there. So five rings we last time. Uh, because we were in there in the summer playing some pickleball. Competitive. Uh, were you watching hockey or were you just hanging out? Uh, we were antiquing, actually. Oh. It was the Cranberry Festival. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying sweet chocolates from little crafters oh. and you know, we looked at leather belts and they, uh, some art. They, they love their cranberry fest up there. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a huge, it's a huge cranberry festival up in Ballas. So, anyway, lots of hockey. Lots of hockey this week. Um, this week's episode, episode five. So the last two, we've had interviews. Yes, uh, we had Bob McKenzie, we had Kane, yeah. uh, Alcock. Uh, this week, no interview. We, we've no. decided just to try to fill it with a couple of things that we have going on. And so we're going to go through the ranking report as we yeah. as we do. We have some updates a week later. I'm actually curious to know if the uh, single A U14, single A U15. I, I do and, have an update on that. And A U16 have put the rankings in. I hope I hope they have. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, Ted Reeve. I've done a little bit of research on who Ted Reeve is, and I've also oh. done an update on Brian Steele. 
So people maybe want to know. People do want to know because I have uh, talked to some people. So let me tell you a little bit of story. So last week when we we aired our episode and I talked about how I went to the Canlan or not the Canlan, the uh, Brian Seal Tournament office. Yeah. Went in the office. The lady said, "Hey, I don't really know, but I believe it's this gentleman from the U.S." I looked him up. He played for Wisconsin in like the late early '90s, and now he owns a played against sports in Wisconsin. And we we're like, "Well, maybe that's it." Because we said that, one of the people on my team was like, I don't think that's right. But if you connect with, uh, I'm just going to make sure I got his name, Angelo over at Hillcrest, who nice. I hadn't emailed before. Okay. I think he knows who Brian Steele is. So I, she got me Angelo's uh, email. I emailed. So Callie, thank you for that. I emailed Angelo. I said, listen, we've been talking about, you know, we have this GTHL podcast. We've been talking about certain things. We like to sort of, you know, you know, some of these famous names in the GTHL, we want to kind of talk about who they were and who they are and what they've been done. And, you know, one of the people was Brian Steele and we, I've had a really hard time finding things. So this is from Angelo uh, who put from Hillcrest, who puts on a great uh, tournament, by the way, and uh, we're really happy to play in it. So anyway, you know, so the story is that Brian Steele uh, was around 25 or 30 years ago was a player uh, on the Hillcrest team who unfortunately passed away and they made a memorial tournament for him. So 25, 30 years ago, that long 25 or 30 years ago. Uh, he was, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation for sure. And he was a player, he played for the Hillcrest summits, which I guess is what they were before they were the Canadians did not know that either. So got that. And then, uh, I guess the Hillcrest organization decided to do a Christmas tournament with with it. So it was the, and they asked the family if they can honor, uh, Brian by naming the tournament after him. And they did. And the tournament grew and grew and grew. And because it grew so much, they actually moved it to September uh, just prior to the start of the A and AA season. And now it's one of the largest early bird tournaments in the GTHL and or in the GTA as well. And actually, which would mean probably the world, because in my research, the D- GTHL is the largest youth hockey organization it's, in the world. It's the center of the universe. And so if you're the largest tournament in the world, so that everybody is who Brian Steele is. That is how the tournament started. It started uh, with the summits before they were the Canadians. It started to be around the Christmas time. They've moved it into the early part of the season to be a preseason tournament. And, uh, you know, it's in honor of this young man who played for the Hillcrest Summit. So thank you, Angelo, for that insight. Thank you for responding. We appreciate the tournament. We appreciate the the great work. And, uh, And now that is the answer around who Brian Steele was. Awesome. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, good to know. So great, great tournament. Um, another thing I want to clarify, actually, from last week is I said I had my home opener. Yes. And I was corrected by my son. Because actually, you know, if you remember when we said we were going to start this podcast, we were like, the whole idea of the podcast, beyond two idiots talking, is yeah. it's for you to listen with your child while you go to the rink. And we yeah. played on the word two because there's two of us. And uh, so Ozzy and I listened to episode four on the way to the rink. Oh, I, Ozzy yeah. said so he was yeah. never going to listen. So, well, he does. He does. He, you know, I think I think it's okay now. And uh we enjoyed it together, but it wasn't his own opener because, you know, if you recall, I said he's in red jerseys, he's in the dark jerseys, which would have meant he's not his home. Opener. So anyway, want to also correct that wasn't our home opener. You're still so. waiting and your home rink, you believe, is Canland, York. Canland, York. Yes, I've yeah. been told I've been corrected off camera here uh, about 45 minutes ago when we were. 
getting up and running. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I have until Ted Reeves fixed, which from is from my think, sources January. on the Ted Reeve board mm. that uh, could be January is looking good. January is looking good. So I think the other thing too that we probably should do for episode six. So Puff, I'm going to give you a bit of homework because okay. both of you and I I've are been East good End. with homework. Yeah, I know, I know. Both of you and I are East End guys, and our teams yes. are East End. We need to give a little love to the West. I think. For sure. And I would like to understand, you know, what teams are West, what teams are East, you know, give me a little breakdown next week, if you could, on the East West division and how it all works on that. Would you be able to give us a little bit of that? I was thinking Wait, about some I mean, homework besides for you. just reading the standings. Well, the standing, but like, you know, who's the, you know, I, I'm Who very the familiar, power players right, I'm very familiar okay. with the East. I need to, sure. I need a little bit more insight on the way we got to grow. You know, this is the GTHL, well, not well, the I mean, East THL. I mean, I probably could answer most of that right now. I mean, when it actually comes to AAA in the GTHL, a lot of the teams are more Western-leaning than East. Really, only the Don Mills Flyers are an East uh, an East side team. Pretty much all the other GTHL teams are either Central, like where right. Scotia Pond is their, their rink, or most of them are Etobicoke, Mississauga. Right. Uh, and then East and West in the AA and single A, I would say Vaughn Rangers tends to be – one of the best uh, organizations, yeah. Yeah. but Mississauga beast, even though they're not at uh Barrett's age, U 14, that strong. Right. Most of the other age groups for double they're, they're a bit Very of a power in the, uh, in the West for sure. Okay. Good. Okay. So well, homework done. Homework done. <laughs> you did it. You did it already. I guess there you go. Okay. So with that, why everyone tunes in, all the kids want to know what are the rankings this week? Well, it's again, it's week two of the rankings were uh, fully up and uh, a busy week, as always, for GTHL teams. Not as many tournaments this this uh, at this point, but now the regular season is starting, so it's a lot of uh, GTHL on GTHL action. And uh, U10, AAA, uh, four of the top ten are uh, in the G, and the sixth-ranked JRC came back from two goals down to tie the top-ranked Vaughn Kings 2-2 in a thriller at Westwood arena. And uh, I took part, I watched some of this game on live barn and uh, as, as one would. And uh, it's, um, it's unbelievable how good these kids are. They're born in 2014. This some is triple A probably triple A. Yeah. Some are probably 2015 because yeah. there's some underagers usually sneaking in there. Mm. But uh, the skill level from both these teams was, uh, was incredible. Wow. Uh, U10 double uh, A. Uh, three of the top ten are from the G. Uh, EastEnders, which uh, my sons are involved with, yeah. um, their team is number one in the province. And I actually watched them earlier today, and uh, they're a wagon. These kids are unbelievable. They shoot. They sh- they they are all just ripping shots. They sc- I think they scored. They double scored double figures tonight. And they're nine. They're nine years old. They're they're an unbelievable team. They're going to be tough to beat, but there's another top team in uh, the rankings, and it's Ted Reeve, your Ted Reeve uh, Thunder, and they are going to be playing on November 6th at Scarborough Village. So I'd ask everyone to come out and watch the U10 AA. Or watch a live barn. Or it'll be, no, see Scarborough Village, not a live barn arena. Wow. So we're trying, live barns actually uh, is trying to get into all the arenas. Yes. Um, so they're working their way through. Somebody was telling me the other night, Vic Village is going to be done very soon. 
And I've put a submission in for Scarborough Village. <laughs> of course to, you did. To get the cameras. So uh, hopefully yep. that's done soon. Good. Uh, U10, single A, no no G teams are in the, uh, the top 10. Forest Hills, the top ranked G team at 14th. Hmm. Uh, U11, AAA, has six of the top seven uh, in the, uh, in the top 10 and, um, Friday night, big game at Canland, Etobicoke top ranked JRC is facing the second ranked Toronto Marlboros. I'm thinking wild wings will be the place to be. That's it. On, uh, Cause there's all, every, every one of those Canlands seem to have a great wild wings. Good. And, yeah, I agree. I, and, I love that concept of arena to be honest with you. Barn now center. When, Four when pounds. you're at a, a Canland arena uh-huh. and you have the ability to watch from the Wild Wings, yes, are you up there watching in the warm area or are you in the arena with uh, uh, with uh, the rest yeah. of the people? Good question. Good question. I used to be okay with just watching up there and enjoying it up there. I have mm-hmm. changed where I go up there pre-game because, yeah. you know, you have to be there an hour before. For sure. And mingle, do work, uh, you know, have a drink, have some – something to eat and then as soon as the game starts i go down ringside oh say so you get look look at you you've come a long way i've come a long way i go ringside now because however you know the thing in that arena is like the other rink will blow a whistle and you think it's your pad so that's the one thing you got to get used to down on and it really isn't great sight lines when you're you have to be i'm not i don't love being pressed against the glass yeah um but you sort of have to be at the can lens yeah if you're watching from inside yeah Okay. Okay. What uh, other rankings more? we got? Oh, we still got uh, U11 AA, three teams from the G in the top 10. Yeah. Um, Mississauga Beast uh, is the, uh, oh no, it was Vaughn Panthers jumped ahead of Mississauga Beast. So they're now ranked third. Uh, there's, U11, two, there's two Vaughn teams. There's the Vaughn yes. Panthers and the Vaughn Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. And I would say tr- typically the Rangers are a little bit better usually. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the Panthers are usually also very strong. Right. I, I have no idea why one person would choose one organization over the yeah, other. The other. Um, I yeah. would love if we have any listeners from the West who uh, have had to make that tough decision. We'd like to know. Uh, for their child. Um, let us know. Maybe it's a Panther yeah. sounds tougher than a Ranger. Both have cool uniforms. Both cool. Um and uh, I'm, they mostly play at the same arena, so I, I don't know why what what makes yeah. one choose one okay. organization over the other. U twelve AAA saw the G lose uh, one team from the top ten, mm-hmm. but they still have eight of the top ten. Yeah, this was the, the group that had nine. This was the, was one, the yeah. biggest group. Yeah. So one team did drop. Who's out. at the top? Uh, top ranked North York. Uh, they are going to play um, Herb Car- uh, They're going to play at Herb Carnegie against the. Uh, Vaughn Kings, who are fifth ranked. Hmm. So I've said One before, I think five. that that North York team might be the best team in the G North of all York. the Gs. And uh, Herb Carnegie, that game will be on Live Barn as well. So GCAT, if you're sitting around Saturday afternoon, maybe fire up Live Barn. I'll be at, on Saturday afternoon, I will be at your Canlan for what is Puck Drop Day with the GTHL, where oh, they'll nice. have tons of GTHL games going on or G games going on at the York University Canlan. Uh, and I just read on the GTHL website, fun off the ice as well. So maybe a surprise. Uh, maybe next week I'll so, talk about the fun off the ice. Because Baird's team's also playing at, on, uh, at York. on Saturday on at York. And oh, like, yeah. there's a ton of teams playing. Tons of teams. So oh, Okay, so it is a thing. Yeah, maybe next year we can do some live 
to the rank podcast from, from, from camp Punk drop day. We'll do it from one of the on-campus pubs at York University. That's fine. Actually, I was just so you know, I was also at uh, Scotia Pond this week, as I mentioned, and the mm-hmm. GTHL's head office is right there. Yes, right next that door. is where they're out of. I didn't yeah. know that. I was like, oh. whoa, here we are. We're at the That's center the, of it all. The center of it all. Yeah. Uh, okay, U12 AA, uh, just two teams from the G in the top 10, but Faustina, Faustina Toros are number one. Uh, and they beat uh, fifth ranked Mississauga Beast 2 1 this week. So that would have been a tough game. That's a tough one. Um, U12 Single A has no G teams in the top 10. Uh, Vaughn Rangers and Lee side are the top teams, 21 and 22 ranked. So who would be number one in there? Like, what, where are we seeing teams from Do, that range? The thing is, so single A, a lot of single A teams, uh, the top teams usually are from smaller centers. Okay. So what will happen is, you know, it might be Woodstock, and mm. there'll be a couple kids there that really would be double or triple A players. Right. But their parents... Uh, are like I'm not driving, you know, right. to the to all over the province to play Got that it. schedule. So they'll keep their son in in the local team and they'll, you know, dominate. It's usually Got what happens, especially at the younger ages. You'll see there'll be you'll run into some really good single A teams. Um, right. So it is tougher, I think, for the the GTHL single A teams to do well at the younger ages, especially right because of that. Well, I had a friend who's not part of the G, but is part of the Eastern Ontario Wild. Okay. Do you know that that group? Eastern, that's in near Ottawa area. Yeah, he lives out that way. Yeah. Yeah. And he said uh, those teams smoke the G teams all the time. He was taunting us a bit. Uh, they they uh, they do they do do quite well. Yeah. Um, usually, Barrett's team played a. We'll tournament see at the in end Ottawa. of the season. We'll see. But, at the yeah. End let's of the season. let's see. Let's see yeah. where you're where you're ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, We've all seen Rudy. Yeah, we've <laughs> uh, U13 AAA. Yeah. Four of the top ten are from the uh, the G. Top ranked Vaughn Kings beat the second ranked JRC in a thriller at Scotiabank Pond on Sunday. Were you there on Sunday, GCAT? I was not. I was at Herb Carnegie Sunday. I was there Monday. Oh, so you just missed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so those two teams are uh, the the, uh, the winning goal three two goal was scored off a bad bounce off the end boards. Tough break for JRC to lose that one. U13 AA has two of the top 10 teams from the G. Uh, EastEnders moved up to eighth place, one spot ahead of Forest Hill after beating the Forest 5 to 1 in their season opener. Right. And U13 Single A has no teams in the top 10. Bit of a reoccurring theme for the Single A teams. Hmm. But North Toronto did move up two spots to 16th place. That's good. Uh, U14 AAA is the top three team ranked teams are all from the G. Nice. And seven of the top eight. So also a very strong uh, AAA division. Uh, Vaughn Kings needed an incredible comeback against the Young Nats. They scored three goals in the last two minutes to beat them four to three. Can I pause uh, you there for a second? Yeah. Okay. Vaughn Kings. I yes. said Kings. You said no. So there's Kings, Rangers, and Panthers. Panthers. There's yes. three Vaughn teams. So Vaughn Kings is only a AAA team. Only a AAA. Vaughn Kings yeah. only AAA. Yeah. And then Vaughn Rangers and Vaughn 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 Rangers are A and A. A. Got it. Okay. So that's, and then I think that's it for Vaughn teams. So if you're on a Panther, if you're a Panther or a Ranger, are you going and you want to go to AAA and you go up in the system, are you heading to the Kings? You could, but teams feed it. It does. No, the, no, no, that would be too practical for those AAA teams. 
uh, Barry feeds it. They come from okay. everywhere. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Like, like maybe like three of the kids maybe have heard of them. Right, got it. Okay. You know, they, it's, they right. come from, they come All from wherever. Yeah, uh, sure. U14 AA uh, has three, the, t- uh, the top three teams are this from the Barrett's team. team. Right, and Barrett's, Barrett's team moved up ahead of the Vaughn Rangers and now sit number one in the Oh, province. congrats, so uh, team. Very exciting. Nice uh, work, group. Yeah. Um, coach must then, feel great about that. Oh, coach is very excited. Good. Coach is, coach is thrilled. And uh, U14 single A does not have enough games yet, guys. Let's get those. Uh, not my group yet. Not, not, not my group. Not, my... Let's go. Let's yeah. Everyone can contribute. That's right. Uh, U15 AAA has the top three spots from the G with JRC leading the pack. Yeah. Six-ranked Toronto Marlboros earned a hard-fought 3-3 tie with the third-ranked Don Mills Flyers Tuesday night at Big Village. Okay. That game was uh, was uh, was um, right after the game I watched. I watched a game on Monday, yep. which was U15 Titans, Toronto yep. Titans. They're a very strong team. Versus the Von Kings, AAA. Oh, that would have been a bar- It was a good game. one. Was, uh, I think it was uh, 2-1 or something. That was a close game, but the Titans ended up winning that one. Yeah, Titans. They went to the. They were in the AAA championship last year. Lost to Don Mills Flyers. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ozzy had his game, and then they asked to stay and watch it. So I watched that game and the end of the Leafs game that night, and the boys all watched the end of that game. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. U fifteen AA has three teams in the top ten. Uh, the Ted Reef Thunder did fall from second to ninth, though. Ooh, that's uh, a after a narrow win over Lee Side and a seven-five loss to the Scarborough Ice Raiders, who are okay. a big rival for them. Yes. Now the U15 single A. Drum roll, please. Welcome to the rankings. You Boom! Guys are See, we did it. Yep. Uh, the top, uh, the top four, and yeah. uh, and there's six of the top ten are from the G. Okay. Uh, Greater Toronto Capitals are the top team. Have you played them? No. No. Never even heard of them. No. They're they're number one. And Ted yeah. Reeve yeah. Uh, sits one is nineteenth, one spot ahead of York Mills. Okay. So you guys are doing pretty good. We're all right. We're Have you the- played York Mills? No. We played uh, actually yeah, we played uh, Ice Raiders. Yeah. We played North Toronto, both losses. Uh-huh. That, we were just getting our mojo at the beginning of the season though. Like we just we were just working out the you know, working out the system. Uh however, then we ended up playing the arrows and we had a win there. Uh and now the team's feeling like they got a little pep in their step again. So well, we, we got was, a couple games this weekend, so we'll see how we do. There was an incredible game the other night at Don Mills Arena. The Mustangs were down five to two going to yeah. the third against in the uh, single A Ave, single A Avenue Road. Yeah. And they came back and won six five. So that's oh, wow. the team that beat you guys in the finals. In the finals year, right? last year, yes, yeah, yeah. great team. And, yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, U sixteen AAA has mm-hmm. four of the top five from the G, with only the Barry Colts breaking up the uh, the sweep. Um, shout out to Barry; uh-huh. they have somehow played twenty games already this season. Wow, I don't think Barry the Colts? kids are going to school. Yeah, I think yeah. they're just playing hockey. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, U16 AA has two teams from the G in the top 10. Vaughn Rangers sit third despite uh, opening the season with a 4-4 tie against the 24th ranked Streetsville. And U16 single A, not enough teams. Not, so, again, let's go. We got it in. The U15s yeah. got it in. 16s and got 14s. It in. 16s we're book, 14s. We're bookend by... by yeah. So they're the only one. So let's go. We can yeah. do this. Yeah, we're like the filling... You know, the good feeling in the middle there. So that's great. Thanks for the rankings. Any any other hot games coming up this week that we should be aware of that are coming up? 
Uh, no, I mean, obviously there's some that I yeah. mentioned, but uh, those would be the big ones. Okay, well, we do have the puck drop day over at Canland York, so lots of games this weekend. I think a lot of people will be at York University this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, another nice uh, rink. Um, is there a Wild Wing there? Yeah. Yeah, there is a Wild Wing. up top there. I don't know yeah. if it's a Wild Wing, but that's good. Um, okay, well, I will see you there this weekend, I bet. I unfortunately have to work Saturday, so I'll be watching it on Live Barn. On Live so Barn, I'll, I'll look for camera. Live Barn. Look for me. Yeah, I'll look for you. Look for me. I'll do. Uh, I'll wave at you. So, Puffy, the other thing I want to let you know is I've taken a role with the team, which is uh-huh. unique, as I've said. You know, usually I don't uh, do too much. I do a lot of driving. Happy yeah. to volunteer, but I don't. I'm not a manager. I'm not a coach. I'm nothing like those kinds no. of things. But this year, I've got a role. But okay, it's a role that I have to volunteer for every game. You know, they haven't really awarded it to me. You're as, on as a seasonal. probationary period right. right now? But I'm just, like, every time, he's like, who's going to be this? And so the I'm the call person for the call and control person okay. for our team. So if there's, I don't ever want to use it, as I mentioned, but um, if there's a situation. But you guys have had a couple times where you've had. Yeah, have unfortunately ambulance. we have. We have, yeah. yes. Unfortunely we have. So now so we have that protocol in place. Yeah. So me and my buddy Wayne, he's the control. I'm the call. Nice. And uh, yeah, you're in good hands. So I think you'd be a good at that. You're very, you're very good under pressure. Oh, sh- I hope so. I yeah, try. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know how much real pressure I've had, but there we go. Okay. So great ranking report. Thank you. Update on Brian Steele. Update uh, on just our general weeks at the rink. I said last week, I said, you know what? I said, I want to uncover some of these people that we know that we see around the G. And so I've actually done a little bit of homework myself on who Ted Reeve is. So let's talk a little bit about who Ted Reeve is. So, you know, so you've got a community center named after him. You've got the tornadoes, you've got the thunder, you know, he's all over. So Ted Reeve, real name, Edward Henry Reeve, um, was a multi-sport Canadian athlete and sports journalist. He was uh, in two Grey Cup winning teams. Oh, okay. As a football player and a Man Cup champion uh, with the lacrosse team and played three years of Yates Cup champions as the coach for the Queen's University uh, lacrosse team. So actually, as I read this, beyond being a journalist for certain things, he didn't play – I mean, I think he played – pickup hockey yeah but he was a football player and a lacrosse player and then a journalist later on but he was a tough man he was a he was a tough guy he, okay. he, as i've read up on him he's a real tough guy which is you know on brand for uh, us east enders you know it's true you're you're a tough sort he's also a member of the canadian sports hall of fame which i don't even know where that is but if you went there you will find ted reeve i, I think don't know where Toronto. is that is it yeah it's in Toronto. We should find that out. Yeah, Uh, He acquired the nickname The Moaner. Oh. In later years, after one of his characters in his newspaper columns, Moaner McGuffrey. So, you know, that's like old-time humor. That is the old-time days. They had better nicknames than we do now. Yeah, Moaner McGuffrey. So a little story about Ted Reeve that as I was reading up, you know, he was always admired for his toughness. I told you that. He was a tough Mm -hmm. guy. And uh, during the Grey Cup finals in the 1920s, his balmy beach team okay. was leading by a narrow margin late in the game when the opposition was preparing to kick the winning field goal. He had been forced to sit out most of the game because he was injured, obviously. Uh, but they really needed him to get back in for this play. So despite being injured, he went back in the field and he blocked the kick to allow them to win. And in the Toronto Telegram newspaper column the next day, he wrote, When I was young and in my prime, I used to block kicks all the time. But now I'm old and gray, 
and they only block one a day. So that's the toughness of Ted Reeve. You know, he was later a journalist. Um, he uh, was, you know, a man around town in Toronto, uh, and he passed away in 1983. Oh. Um, so uh, it's been a while, but, you know, he was um, – well-respected. He went to Malvern. Uh, he coached football at Malvern Collegiate, a local high school. They named a rink after him in Toronto after his honor. He lived a long time Toronto beach residence. Um, and it's said that he has broken 47 bones over his playing career. So oh, a real wow. tough, tough, tough ahead of me. Yeah. And then, you know, in, um, uh, when he passed away, you know, uh, you know, the who's who of Toronto was there. So you had the mayor, you had who's the who, who was the who's who of Toronto, the governor of John Black Aird. You had the premier Ontario, William Davis, the mayor of Toronto, Art Eglinton. You had the oh, attorney Art, general of Ontario, Roy, Roy McMurdy. You had nice. NHL stars like Ace Bailey and King Clancy. And wow. you had Harold Ballard there. Oh. Harold Ballard. Yeah. So you had a lot of people there. So um, Ted Reeve, little background, Ted Reeve, real tough guy from the East End, played football and lacrosse, uh, journalist later on, kind of an old timer humor, which nice. I, I, I've come to appreciate. And, well, uh, you know, that's good a little to know that scoop on Ted Reeve. He seems like a solid guy. Not all of our, uh, our people have aged as well. Seems no. like he's he's aged quite well. <laughs> yeah. So Ted Reeve, he's got the thunder and the tornado, and you know, like that's something. If you're a Toronto icon, yeah, and you get like a whole like not only like a building named after you because they do that with schools and you know yeah. things like that, uh, but you got teams named after you, and not so then when you get the team, you know, Ted Reeve Thunder, you know, there's like whatever twenty five teams or whatever when you do every age group and A double A triple A, you know, so you get a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of coverage on that. Well, when I when I go, I would like to have a four patter in the East End named after Puffy. Me. Yeah, the Puffy four Puffy's pad. Pavilion. Puffy's Pavilion, the four yeah. patter, and and wing chicken wings are served twenty four hours a day. I like it. Yeah. Duff's wings in Duff's particular. Wings. Or wild yeah, Duff's wings. is going to go in there. Duff's wild wings. Yeah, Saint Louis. We like yeah, them all. All of them. Okay. All right. So we're coming to the end. Yeah. Whoa. Question for up? you. So a lot of stuff's been going on with the Leafs and their goal song. Yes, you know, there's a lot of controversy about, about it. Mm-hmm. I went to the game on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and um, were they I already flipping the, it back? They have, no, they'd flipped it from um, the original song. What was it? Uh, Kid Cudi. Oh yeah, okay, Kid uh, Cudi. Yeah. So the Kid Cudi one, apparently there the was Steve Aoki remix version. Yeah. Actually, there were some yeah. lyrics that people didn't appreciate. I printed so, off the lyrics actually. Were they? Were they? There's some offside lyrics, I'm sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, yes, for sure. For like, yeah, yeah, for public, yeah. Um, but the, the so Saturday night, the Leafs kicked some ass. They won seven to three. Yeah, and so the goal song was going all night, and they picked this one. It's called it's called Dub Dup Dup, and uh, it's uh, by Germany's Mickey Krause. Okay, and I'd never heard it before. Is that our new I, song? But I can tell you by like the third song, I was clapping my hands Loved and hey, it. hey, haying away. So, so I, th- I think it's a winner. I don't know if they're going to keep it. I think they're going to oh, do a retro. I think they're going to test out a bunch. And right. But my early favorite is this one. It's a great one. Yeah. Well, I did print off the lyrics, as I said. You know, I did read them just to make sure we weren't being uh, a little too sensitive. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, you know, there's a couple lines in there that aren't, you know, you could dive into. But anyway, I like music. I think it's, uh, you know, we overthink it sometimes, but it is what it is. 
Um, how would you feel if yeah. GTHL teams started to have their own goal songs? Yeah. So we, we would you find it annoying or cool or what? So we lightly do? talked about this. Yeah. And you know, you know, I gave him my opinion. I said I think that would be awesome. Uh, but then you brought up, and I said, "Well, why wouldn't it?" You know, I asked you, "Why wouldn't it be awesome?" And then you said, "Well, what if you're winning like ten one, and it's like you know eleven year olds, and so all of a sudden your song plays eleven times, and it's blaring, and, and that's a little obnoxious." Yeah, that's a little obnoxious for sure. So you know, I said maybe it's like you know run clock rules, or like you know sort of how they don't put the score up if it surpasses well, five. That's maybe, actually a really good suggestion. Maybe it falls into that category where they only play it for the first three goals or something like that, or mm-hmm. when there's a three goal spread or something like that. And uh, but you know. I guess every like uh, every arena would have to have a PA system and all teed up, but you'd have to have it ready. But you know, I'm listen. Well, I mean, parents can music use the old the ghetto blaster. language. Yeah, yeah. Just crank it. Can you explain to anyone under 25 what a ghetto blaster is? Oh, they kind of know. I see <laughs> the the U15 AAA Marlins. Yeah, they're back warming up outside yeah. of Vic Village, and they had a big boom box. Yeah, it's cool. It's like teams. retro. It's cool to bring it back now. Exactly. No. Yeah. So I'm so we're both pro goal songs. I'm down. But we kind of have a song too. We don't play it when we score or anything like that. Uh, but we do it when we warm up at the arena, which is you know thunderstruck. Because yeah, but how cool would it be? Ozzy rips in a goal and thunderstruck comes blaring. I would love it. Yeah, I think it would be great. I think it would be awesome. Uh, But you know, again, uh, some coordination to be done and some uh, you know technical uh, setups. I'm sure. And oh, I can uh, handle that. I'm great. Yeah, yeah you're very good. Yeah, here we are two hours later recording. Um, but that's good. Okay, so another great pod, episode five. Um, we're getting ready for a busy weekend of hockey. We're well a couple weeks into the season. We've got the tournaments down. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, but before we leave, we have to talk about our pop-up songs. Did you? So did you have a pump-up song that you wanted to share with everyone this week? Uh, mine is just the dub dub uh, dub. What the new it? one, dub dub by the by the Leafs we're using. Yeah, I loved right. it. I loved it. I got okay. me fired up. Nice. How about you? Yeah, for me, uh, little. I don't know if everyone's gonna know this one, but this morning it just randomly came on, and I was like, I'm gonna use this song, which was Iron Maiden "Run to the Hills." I don't know if you know that song, and I don't know. It may I'm be sure a song that's it, not like. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like intense and gets you going and stuff. So. You know, and I, I love a little bit of old rock and metal, kind of like that, too. I'm sure so. Stoff playing it right now. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe the lyrics are bad. I don't really, you know, I don't <laughs> dive into it. So if it is well, bad, I'm sorry. Like, Run to the devil. Yeah, I don't know what it's about, but it, it's a song. <laughs> I actually put it on with my seven-year-old this morning on the way to school for grade two, getting him all ready to go. Oh, he's fired up. 8.30 this morning. Flying out of the car. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So... Uh, those are our pop-up songs. Another great episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone for sharing. Thanks everyone for following us on Instagram. Um, also on, you know, Apple or Spotify or whatever you're listening to, please subscribe, please review, please share amongst your friends. We appreciate it. Uh, we love doing it and we love your support. So thank you very much. Puff, anything else? No, just, uh, we'll see you guys at the rink. We'll see you at the rink and we'll we'll see you next week. And thanks for listening in for another episode of To the Rink Podcast. Stoff, thanks very much. Uh, appreciate it. And everyone have a great week of hockey play in the Jeep. Mm-hmm.